When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mysore Chakras, episode 117. It's an inside job. The seven chakras, swirling vortices of energy, positioned throughout our body, from the base of the spine to the crown of the head. For thousands of years, this ancient wisdom has been passed on from master to disciple. What are the functions of these energy centers? And could these chakras help you unlock your destiny and find your true purpose? Welcome to My 7 Chakras. And now, your host, Aditya Jai Kumar. What's up, Action Tribe? EJ here, and you are back once again to your hub for information, insights, and stories from people who have dedicated their lives to uncovering the mysteries of ancient wisdom, overcoming challenges of all kinds, and finding their life's calling. This is a show where we prove that science and spirit go hand in hand, where we learn that trials, failures, and challenges are a stepping stone to success, and each one of us, you and me, are meant to find our life's true calling. Action Tribe, as I always say, whenever I speak into this mic in front of me, I imagine that I am speaking to you. That's right, you listening to this episode right now. And even though we might be really far apart in distance as well as in time, I know that you are getting closer and closer to your dreams every single day. And I want to take this relationship further. I want to serve you more. And that's why I've created a Facebook community for our listeners, a place where you will meet people who just get you. People who will support your vision, provide you feedback, share ideas and resources and cheer you on your journey. Would you like that? If you'd like more of the My 7 Chakras experience, visit my7chakras.com forward slash T-R-I-P-E. That's my7chakras.com forward slash tribe and hit join and I'll see you on the other side. And with that, my action taking family, we are now ready to welcome our featured guest for today, Zen Cryer de Brook. So Zen, are you ready to inspire? Absolutely. Great. Zen Cryer de Brook is the author of Your Inner GPS. She is an internationally renowned teacher speaker and coach whose programs have helped people all over the world transform their personal and business lives for the better. Zen, that was a quick intro about you, but take about a minute and tell us a bit more. Well, I live in the Santa Cruz Mountains in Northern California. My family life is incredibly important to me. I have a two-year-old son and we have five chickens and three cats and a dog and I have a garden. And so not only do I love to do the work that I do in personal development, but I also like to make sure I have a really beautiful, balanced life where I get to tend the earth and um, teach my son how to garden and how to take care of animals and really enjoy nature. Wonderful. Thanks a lot for sharing. Now, before diving into your story, which I so look forward to learning about, we request you to give us some inspiration so that we not only listen to your story, but implement the ideas and insights that you share with us on today's show. Sound like a plan? Yes. Awesome. So Zen, what is your favorite inspirational quote? And also tell us how you apply that very quote to your life. Great. Well, once the Dalai Lama was asked by someone in the audience, how do we get world peace? And he paused for quite a long time. 
And then he looked back at the person. He said, I do not know, but I do know it's an inside job. And the way that I apply that is my internal GPS work that I do, I call it the internal guidance system. It's all about cultivating your thoughts to create peace within your body. And when you have this opening and peace inside your body, you know that your thoughts are in alignment with your own personal highest good. And that's exactly what I believe that the Dalai Lama was speaking of when he said that it's an inside job. It's taking the time to really get to know yourself and being able to cultivate that peace. It's not always easy to do. It can be quite difficult because our mind can run amok and hijack us and take us down roads that don't always serve us or feel good. But if you know how to use this tool of the inner GPS, you are totally able to do that. And when you do, there's health and harmony with you. It moves through you and into the world around you. And so that's my belief in how we create peace. And it's what I am doing with my life every day. Wonderful. Thanks a lot for sharing that powerful quote. And before the quote, you actually reminded us of something that's so important and integral to pause once in a while and not just share, but pause and take those moments to really digest what was shared with us. And you mentioned it is an inside job. And we really look forward to cultivating our thoughts just like a field to create that peace from within. Now, let's dive in. And I'm holding your book in front of me. Mm-hmm. And what I see is a beautiful sunrise and in the backdrop, a purpley pink sky, beautifully designed. And if I may, action takers on the cover of this beautiful book, there's also a message from Jack Canfield, author of the highly acclaimed Chicken Soup series, who writes, Zen Brook is a master who takes us by the hand and shows us that we all have deep wisdom within. So Zen, what inspired you to write your book, Your Inner GPS? Well, actually, it was Jack Canfield. Really? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That's so funny. Um, So I had been teaching this work for about six years before I met him. And he invited me to be a part of an organization, the Transformational Leadership Council that he started. And in our first meeting, he the reason why he invited me was because this inner GPS work is so interesting and profound and works so well for people. And he said to me, you have to write a book. You absolutely must get this out into the world. You can't do it by yourself. And trust me, without a book, you won't reach as many people as you could. And I explained to him how I didn't know how to write a book and how I'm nervous about writing a book. And I wasn't sure if I was ready. And he just kept encouraging me, encouraging me until I have this is I did a self-published book. And then this is my official launch of my first published book. And um, it was because of Jack's encouragement. He really, really wanted to see this book written. Awesome. So you had been teaching for about six years and you'd been doing your work and you had Jack in your network and he invited you to the Transformational Leadership Council. And he insisted that you write the book. He encouraged you. He supported you. And at first you were sort of not sure whether you could complete or write this book, uh, the work that you'd been doing for for so many years, but he supported you and that made you actually write the book. So Action Tribe, first of all, surround yourself with those who encourage, motivate and inspire you. Those that can see the potential within you, sometimes even before you can see it yourself. Zen, moving on for someone who's new to this concept, what are some of the benefits of learning how to use one's internal guidance system? Well, I find that many people most of the people that I work with, and I've worked with thousands of individuals, that their minds very often run the show. 
what I mean by that is we have all these habits. I know I do. I have all these habits that I picked up and ways of thinking from my childhood. And now that I'm older, they don't necessarily match up to my goals for success and what I know I can do. And then there's also things that hinder me in relationships, for instance, you know, thinking that somebody is not loving me or thinking that they're angry with me when they're not really angry with me. And what I've found is, is that most of us have this inner dialogue that our mind is producing that limits our ability. And one of the things that is powerful about using the internal guidance system is that it knows when your mind, it's separate from your mind, and it's located in your body between your throat and your upper solar plex area. It's a physical sensation you can feel, and you've been feeling it all your life. It's a factory installed system. It came with you when you were born. Most people have been misreading it, but the importance of it is, is that it knows the thoughts in your mind that are keeping you away from your own success, from reaching your own highest potential. And through giving you a sensation of pressure in the throat, the stomach area where you feel like you have a, a churning feeling or a fluttering or a compression feeling in the chest area, it's letting you know when your thoughts are out of alignment, when you're moving away from what you truly want to have in your life. And in learning to listen to this, what happens is, is that you move into the opening and I'm actually this, I'm going to make a pretty big statement here. What I'm discovering is, is that your internal guidance system through your using your nervous system, it repatterns your brain for success. It literally takes thoughts that are limiting beliefs and thoughts that are carrying you away from your happiness. It lets you know they're there. It guides you to, in finding the new thought that's going to be the thought that focus on. And then once you're focused on it, it creates a new groove, a new neural pathway to that successful thought. And the old thoughts begin to fade away, the ones that no longer serve you that you picked up from earlier in your life. So I think the greatest benefit is, is that you are able to reprogram your mind for success when you learn to use this on a daily basis while you're living your life. Just as you're going through life. It doesn't take any special practice. Once you learn to use it, you're just doing it as you're going through life. Mm -hmm. Now, a couple of things that you've shared, you said that we have these habits that we have as, as children. And as we grow older, the habits remain, but they don't really serve us. And there's this constant narrative or this movie that keeps playing in our minds that many times does not serve us again. But our internal guidance system through sensations, it lets us know moments when we are out of alignment, creates new neural pathways and guides us towards success. Yes. Now, how is this different from our intuition? Just trying to understand here. Yeah, the internal guidance system is something that every person has been born with. It works the same way in every single person. I can teach anyone to use it and to use it effectively. Your intuitive hunches that come, many people have different ways in which they receive intuitive information. It may be that they receive it from an audio sound, like they hear a voice, they hear a sound in their head, and maybe they get a picture. It could be that they are empathic, they feel other people's emotions. So there's many different, and that's just a few of the different modalities um, that we receive intuitive information. And so it's different for every person, and I can't just take one person and teach them guaranteed, every person on the planet, what the intuitive hunch is. Also, the intuitive internal guidance system is paying attention to your personal life mm -hmm. and it's paying attention to what you're focused on in your mind to help you achieve your greatest, highest good. Most often with intuitive information, we get it for other people. I'm a highly trained mm -hmm. intuitive and 
I know I can't get intuitive information very well for myself. I can on some smaller things, but I need to go to my friends who are, have their own intuitive gifts to go, what's going on here? So it's kind of like our own intuition is hidden from our own lives so, and shows up for other people where your internal guidance system is completely and totally tuned into you and your life and your purpose. It's intricately attached to you and your personal life story. Awesome. So thanks a lot for that clarification. Now that we know what the IGS is, let's talk about the how. I'm sure many of our listeners would really love to learn how to use this inner guidance system to improve their health, relationships, and overall happiness. How does one use their IGS? Okay, so the first thing I'd love to do is I'd love to go ahead and just walk everyone through, and you can do it with me, an exercise that will allow you to feel it right away. And it's important for us to be in the body. Do you mind doing a little exercise with me? It's kind of a little meditative exercise. Sure. Great. It only takes a couple minutes. So if you don't have your feet on the floor, if you'll put your feet on the floor and your hands in your lap, and I'll encourage everyone to do that. And I want you just to take a moment and close your eyes, maybe relax your breath and feel the bottom of your feet. Notice any sensations happening in the bottom of your feet. Might be a little warm there or a little tingly kind of energy as you put your awareness there. And then next, bring your awareness to the palms of your hands that are in your lap. And then go ahead and bring your awareness to the listening to the room around you. You'll hear our voices, but you'll other, also hear other sounds. Now, the key is, is to try and pay attention to your bottom of your feet, the palms of your hands, and listening to the sounds around you all at the same time. It really helps to bring us present with our body and the internal guidance systems in the body. It'll help you feel the next part of the exercise. All right. So I'm going to give two sentences while we're paying attention to our feet, our hands, and our listening. And the first sentence is, I do not have an internal guidance system. I do not have an internal guidance system. Notice any sensations between your throat and the solar plex area. I do not have an internal guidance system. Any sensations at all. Listen to the room around you one more time. And here's the second sentence. I do have an internal guidance system. I do have an internal guidance system. Noticing any sensation between your throat and the upper solar plex area. I do have an internal guidance system. Then wiggle your toes and open your eyes. So, AJ, did you feel anything? Yes, I did uh, feel when you, you know, shared the second statement, I felt uh, my chest opening up more. It felt open. Yes, great. And on the first one, did you happen to feel anything? Yeah, that feeling was just, it was just wrong, you know. It, <laughs> it was complete disbelief. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, so generally what people feel in the first one is they'll, some people will feel a lump in their throat or a pressure mm. in their chest, a tightening in their belly. They'll feel like the air's leaving their body and they're not doing it on purpose. It's like leaving. They may feel like a wilting feeling. That's how they explain it. Also, like just wrong is in the body, but it's a just wrong. It doesn't feel right. That I call closing. And that, that closing means that your thoughts that you're having in the moment are not true, not going to happen and out of alignment. And then on the second one, people report that all that constriction goes away. They are, some people report they have more air, mm. a warm feeling in their, in their chest or an opening, an expansion, maybe an upward V. And I call that sensation opening. And opening means that the thoughts you're having in the moment are true or are going to happen and are in alignment. And there's also a neutral. And neutral means you're just on track. It's kind of like playing the hot cold game when you're a kid. They may, mm. You're blindfolded and there's an object and it's hidden and everybody's going hot, hot, hot. No, 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 no. You're going cold, cold, cold. <laughs> no, warmer, 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 trying to get you to the object. Well, that's exactly what your internal guidance system is trying to do. 
And so if you pick, think of warm as being neutral and you're just on, you know, kind of on track, hot and cold, as your thoughts move and try to suss out and strategize what are your best steps in life, your IGS is there to help you and let you know what it knows because it knows about the past, present and the future. It knows about it takes into account everyone around you and it guides you with this vast body of knowledge that's amazing. Just amazing. Wonderful. I love this exercise. Thanks a lot for sharing that. And if I may add, during the first question, I also noticed a red feeling. And when you asked the second statement, it was more of a bluish feeling. So I interpret that as red as being limited and blue as being open and expressive. Fantastic. So thanks a lot for sharing that. Now, based on what I've read about you, I know that you've transformed the lives of so many people around the world. Out of the thousands of students and clients who've used IGS to transform their lives, what has been the most inspiring story that you've come across so far? Oh my goodness, there's so many. That would be crazy. Um, I can give you an inspiring one. I have a beautiful woman that I know who she never dreamed. She has five children. Her, her husband's a teacher. And she was, when she came to me, she was very shy. She was not comfortable standing up in front of people. She didn't know really what she was going to do with her life. Her children were getting older and she came and she learned how to use the internal guidance system and it guided her to take a yoga class. And then it eventually guided her to take yoga training. And she came to me when she said, I'm going to take yoga training. And I said, okay, she says, it's opening me. And I said, okay. And she goes, I'm terrified. I can't stand in front of people. I'm so scared of standing in front of people. I don't know how I'm going to do this, but it's opening. So I'm going to do it anyways. And I said, okay, follow your openings. That's where the success lies. Now she teaches several classes a week. She speaks on nutrition. She um, has an amazing partner and they've opened a nutrition company. They give lectures and talks and teach cooking as well as doing yoga. And her life's work is being up in front of people. And she loves what she does. She opens people's minds to this deep level of nutrition that you can get out of your kitchen by cooking for yourself. And um, she's just so incredibly happy. And the IGS has just, there's been some traumatic things that have happened for her and her family. And all along the way, she's called me up and let me know that once again, no matter what's going on, the internal guidance system leads them through the way in their family to be happy and healthy and harmony. No matter what comes their way, they all know that they're going to be safe and connected and be able to manage. That is really inspiring. Now then, let's go back in time now. What led you to developing the internal guidance system? Well, I have always been interested in like manifestation and the way our thoughts create our reality. And I got a hold of a, someone gave me a cassette tape with Esther Hicks. Are you familiar with the Hicks? Esther Hicks? Yes. Okay. So they, this was back in 1993. I was given a cassette tape and mm -hmm. on that tape, she was talking about the law of attraction, which I already knew about and had found it to be interesting. But what I really got my attention is she started talking about this internal guidance system. And it's literally an expansion and contraction, she said, that happens in your body in relationship to what you're thinking. And when you're expanded, you're on track and creating what you're supposed to be creating in your highest good. And when you're contracted, you're off track. And the interesting thing was, is I knew that I had felt that. I knew that this was something that I'd experienced, except I had gotten more in touch with the contraction feeling, the closing feeling. And what I had been working with in my life at that time was when I felt constricted, I knew that I was going to do something in my life that was going to sabotage myself or going to, you know, cause trouble. And no matter what, when I had that feeling, no matter what I tried to do, even though I would try different things, none of it worked. 
and always like have more problems than I began with. And I couldn't figure out why. So when she mentioned that, I got so excited at the possibility of finding a new way of managing this self-sabotage sensation that I was having. The problem I found was is that I they didn't have any concrete training, like an actual system. Here is exactly how you use the internal guidance system. And I went looking for it. I, I read at the time we didn't have the internet. I was in the libraries. I went everywhere um, that I could. I talked to everyone that I could, finding uh, teachers and wisdom people and yoga people and all this. And nobody knew what I was talking about. So mm-hmm. they alluded to it. They kind of kind of knew what they maybe knew what I was talking about. So I spent about eight years at that time developing it for myself in my own body. And from there, I built a multi-million dollar tech business and became incredibly successful following my internal guidance system. Eventually, when the tech crash happened, my company went down as well, just because it was such a major global economic crash that happened. And in the rebuild of that, I began using my internal guidance system as well. And my friends who were in the tech industry and were devastated and going through incredibly difficult times came to me, a couple of them, and were like, what is up with you? You're doing so well. You're obviously sleeping at night. You're not feeling as if this is the end of the world like the rest of us are. In fact, you, you kind of seem like you're oh, too good. <laughs> so they said, mm-hmm. either tell us the doctor that's giving you your medication <laughs> or tell us what you're doing. And I said to them, I'm using my internal guidance system. It's this thing that I use that I figured out. And they asked me to teach them. And that's how I got into this work. And that's how I developed all of this. Wonderful. So you said that you first heard about this phenomena, this principle on a tape by the Hicks. You felt it deep down, but you associated that feeling of constriction that you often used to feel before with self-sabotage. And you sort of went on a quest to find out the root cause for that. And when you did so, you realized that although they spoke about the phenomena, there wasn't any structured training program in the market, you know, no matter who you spoke to. And that was your reason for actually creating one. That's actually a wonderful wonderful story. Now, before moving on, what are some things that a person needs to keep in mind early on when honing their internal guidance system? Okay, well, I would love to say that it's something that's easy to figure out, but it's kind of difficult. The internal Mm. guidance system itself is pretty easy. It opens, closes, and neutrals based on your thoughts. The difficult part is our minds are pretty insane. They're really, they, they go all, yeah, I mean, you can imagine, right? You know your mind and everybody else knows theirs. And it lies to us. It makes up stories, lots of stories that are not true. So that's the most difficult part. So just keep that in mind and to be gentle with yourself as you're learning this. The number one thing, the number one practice that I recommend is feeling your body. Do the feet, hands, listening to the room around you before you use your IGS, before you try to tap into it. Most people are not in their body. It's how we get bruises and we go, how did I get that? Or we drive all the way home from work and we don't know how we got home. We don't remember any of the way there. We know we got there, but we couldn't remember any of it. Or phone calls, we get off the phone and we're like, what was I just supposed to be doing for that person? Mm. So it's because we're not in our bodies. So that's number one, do feet, hands, and listening. And then number two, which is the most important first practice that you could do is don't try to find openings. What I recommend, and trust me, and you know, please listen to me, people. I've been doing this for 23 years, and I'm really good at this. So just trust me. Don't try to find openings. The most important thing you can do is recognize when you're closed. Closing, most people call stress, worry, fear, frustration, anxiety, and overwhelm. Those six sensations, and there's a few more that are different for different people, but whenever you feel stressed or have anxiety, worry, fear, overwhelm, frustration, stop in the moment and say, I'm closed. 
That means what I'm thinking is not true or not going to happen. And what you'll find is, is that in that moment, you'll get a little opening. And this is training your brain to begin noticing your body and to begin noticing that as guidance. It's the most important thing. Do it for two to three weeks. Every time you feel that, put it on a little card on your computer desk, on your bathroom mirror, in your car. Every time you feel one of those six sensations, stop. Drop into your feet, hands, listening. I'm closed. That means what I'm thinking is not true and not going to happen. Recognizing your closings is the gateway into using your internal guidance system. Well, thanks a lot for those tips. We'll definitely have them in the show notes. Action Tribe, to access the show notes for this episode, visit my7chakras.com forward slash 117. That's my7chakras.com forward slash 117. If you have made mistakes, even serious ones, there is always another chance for you. What we call failure is not the falling down, but the staying down. This is a powerful quote by Mary Pickford. Action Tribe, when you are out and about learning, growing and taking action on your way towards achieving your goals and vision, you are bound to make mistakes and falter a few times. But remember that these mistakes are your learning moments. We're all living our own versions of reality. And no matter what, you always have another chance. Just lift yourself up, dust yourself and go back to work because as Miss Pickford said, the real failure is in staying down, not falling down. So then let's go back to a time when you faced a major challenge. How did you firstly approach that difficult situation? And then how did you go beyond it? Well, I think the biggest challenge that I've faced to date on a business level is the crash that happened with my technology company. I found myself in $1.2 million of personally secured debt at the age of 30. That's a lot of pressure. And I had a company at the time with 45 employees and the market was crashing. I was the CEO, my responsibility. I was having to figure out how to, you know, be the captain of that ship in the middle of having all this pressure financially. And so at first, I went down into a very dismal place. I was very depressed. I was frightened. I, I remember laying in bed in the middle of the night, terrified, which is closing. But I forgot my practice of using my internal guidance system for at least a good four to six weeks there. I was just in such a devastated place. And then one night, I realized that I used my internal guidance system to build this beautiful company. And I could use my internal guidance. It's still there. It's, it's still operating. You're only an opening away from the next step out of wherever you are that's difficult. So I was laying there in bed, feeling this terrorizing feeling of panic and said, this is closing. That means what all these thoughts I'm having laying here in bed are not true. They're not going to happen. They're not true. And I felt that little bit of opening. I laid there and I thought, okay, what is true? And I thought, and it took me a little while, but I eventually went to this, came to this thought, well, it takes a heck of a gal to get into $1.2 million in debt at the age of 30. <laughs> it was like, that's, that's a lot of trust that people put in me. That's money they handed me. Like, Zen, I trust you. Take this money. And it wasn't investment. It was a loan. And so I was like, wow, okay, I'm still that gal that, I, that they gave that money to. That means I still have that level. They still have that level of trust in me. They, they knew that I could do this, and I still can. And then I thought, well, 
how about if I look at this like more like a game? What if I look at this as if I'm getting, I don't have my MBA. What if I'm looking at this like I'm getting an experiential MBA, that this is going to end up being one of the best things that ever happened to me. I'm going to learn so much moving through this. And I got these two big openings. One at the thought that it takes a heck of a person to get into that debt. And the other one was, I'm going to make this a game and I'm going to get my experiential MBA out of this. I'm going to play with this. I'm going to learn. And huge openings happened. And from there, I couldn't look back. I, you can't go back to the closing once you've had the big openings because they just don't seem real anymore. And so I just got up the next morning, went in and told my team, my other business partners, that we are going to make it work. The company is still in business and is doing well. It's actually doing really well. And um, it was one of those turning point moments where I had to really just kind of like find the opening thought and start my first step on my path out of that challenging, devastating place. Mm -hmm. So as you look back now at that situation, maybe in just one sentence, what is that one major life lesson that you'd like to share with our listeners? Nothing is ever hopeless. That's the biggest thing. Well, thanks a lot for sharing. You mentioned that the biggest challenge that you faced was a crash that your tech company went through and you were the CEO, you were the leader and it was your responsibility. And then you felt down, you felt depressed and devastated. But one night you realized that you had the power of your internal guidance system, something that you had before as well. But for a short moment, you had forgotten that and that you could use it to get out of the situation because A, people trusted you and B, you had the experience. And what if you could use the experience that got you there to actually get an experiential MBA and change the narrative that was going on in your mind. And you did just that. So I think that's hugely inspiring. And a lot of our listeners listening to this episode right now can resonate with the challenges that you faced. Action Tribe, creativity and intuition are going to play huge roles in your journey. Consider yourself the main character in your hero's journey. You face your challenges, you go through numerous experiences and come across new things. You're seeing the same things as those around you, but the power of your mind will determine how you interpret them, what you make out of them and what you create as a result of those experiences. And as Albert Georgie once said, discovery consists of seeing what everybody has seen and thinking what nobody has thought. So Zen, have you found your life's calling? And if yes, for the benefit of Action Tribe, what is your life's calling? My life's calling is to teach the internal guidance system. My goal before um, my life is complete is to, to teach 100 million people to use this amazing, extraordinary guidance system. Wonderful. So are you keeping track of that? Where are you right now? Um, I'm at about a little over 50,000 people. So we've got a ways to go, but it's doubling. My book just got, um, is being translated into Japanese and they just sold the Spanish rights and there's 20 other countries interested wow. in looking at the foreign rights. So... I am really excited because we're, we're getting there. We're, getting, we're going global, baby. <laughs> Wonderful. And I'm sure that people listening to the show as well want to get a hand on your book as well and read, take action, do the exercises and really hone in on their internal guidance system. But looking back now, if you had to choose one moment, one Eureka moment or one aha moment beyond which you were pretty confident that your life was about to change, what would that be? Oh, you ask these great questions, and but there's so many moments. My one <laughs> aha moment. Um, you know, I think the biggest one that I use today still is that all I have to do is show up. And what I mean by that is so many times people don't take action. They don't pick up the phone. They don't 
show up, just show up. And so when you get invited somewhere, you get invited to learn something, you get invited to check something out and Mm -hmm. you kind of go, oh, that sounds interesting, but maybe later, or I'm going to do that. And then you don't showing up by that. I mean, as long as I just keep showing up in my life, picking up the phone, making phone calls or picking up the phone and answering the phone, answering emails, sending emails and being, you know, curious, as long as I show up, I will reach my highest potential. And so the reason why that's important is so many people think you have to make this enormous, ginormous, big effort in life to get somewhere that's mm-hmm. big and in your highest potential. And I don't think it, that's the way it is. I think it's really just about putting your dreams out there and showing up, taking the next step, picking up the phone. Absolutely. I think that's so profound action tribe. There are no overnight successes. And what I've read is sometimes they speak about a seven year overnight success. <laughs> that would be me. Which means that that person was you. Okay. That's what I like. People are working. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. As you shared hard work again and again and again and challenges and hard work and challenges again. <laughs> and then ultimately you have those seven year transformations, seven-year overnight success stories. And I'm not sure if uh, some of you follow Gary Vaynerchuk. He also keeps speaking about the same thing. Although he's not in the healing space, he's definitely in the entrepreneurship space. And he speaks about the fact that he started Wine Library TV and he used to do these YouTube videos and do them every day, irrespective of how many views they were, like 13 views or 14 views, 100 views. But then, you know, eventually people start noticing that hard work that you're putting in. And as you rightly said, if you keep doing the work, if you keep showing up, irrespective of who's noticing you, one day somebody will. And when they do notice you, they'll see your legacy that you've just left. Uh, And that brings us to the last and final round for today's show, the wisdom round. Zen, this is a rapid fire round that contains just four questions. Are you ready? Yes. What is the best advice that someone's ever given you? Oh my goodness. This is going to sound really weird, but don't care too much. And what I mean by that is we can get so wrapped up in our mission and our that our life is lost and we lose the forest or the trees. So I was when I remember one of my people that gave me one of those the loan on that 1.2 million who's made up the largest majority of that. He was talking to me one day and I was freaking out and so upset and talking about everything that was going wrong. And he said, you know why you're not a good CEO, Zen? And I said, why? And he goes, because you care too much. You should stop caring so much. And it was true. I would go home and it would eat me up. It was my 24-7 life. And I think when we take on these missions, we're healers and we do these important things that are transforming lives, we can get to a place where we care so much that it, it eats us up inside. We don't have a good perspective. So it's about dropping back and saying, this is my job. I'm going to do it well. And then when I'm off, I'm off. And that gives us the break we need and the perspective we need to shepherd our business and still have a beautiful life. And I think that's where the journey becomes wealthy. I think that's where really true wealth comes from is when you get that perspective of this is what I do for a living. And then this is my life. Name a personal habit that keeps you strong. Using my internal guidance system and telling people in my life every single day that I love them. So Zen, what is your morning ritual like? What do you do during the first two hours of your day? <laughs> well, I wake up when my two-year-old is starts calling me and he's a very happy baby when he wakes up. And then we get up and we... Um, I have my tea and we sit on the couch and cuddle while he watches a little Sesame Street. And then I make us a really great breakfast and and I off to uh, take him off to uh, daycare. And then when I get home is when I actually do a little yoga and then I start my day. That's about takes about an hour and a half that before I get my day going. Wonderful. So what's the most 
inspiring or powerful book that you've ever read? Atlas Shrugged, um, which is an unusual, probably going to seem like an unusual book by Anne Rand, but it had a profound effect on me when I was 22 years old at deciding that I was going to be uh, self-reliant, a success story, and take 100% responsibility for my life. So Action Drive to access today's show notes. Once again, visit my7chakras.com forward slash 117. That's my7chakras.com forward slash 117. So Zen, thank you for coming on our show today. It was awesome having you here. Before you go, tell us one thing that you're really grateful for and tell us the best way we can find you. I am just incredibly grateful for my life. I have this extraordinary extraordinary, beautiful life where I get to have my 10 acre land, like I said, with my garden and my family. And then I also get to be out in the world. So it's just my life. And you can reach me at zeninamoment.com. And there I have um, a video series that's free that teaches you how to use your internal guidance system. It's very powerful. People are raving about it. You can sign up and get the video series. And also my book is um, on Amazon, Your Inner GPS, and it has 20 practices. They're real life meat and potato practices on how to use your internal guidance system. But the best way to find me is zeninamoment.com. So there you go, Action Tribe. If you want to know how to use your internal guidance system, your GPS, and you want to know with a high level of certainty how to make those difficult decisions that you face on a day-to-day basis in your relationships, in your life, in your business, then go to zeninamoment.com. We'll have the link in the show notes as well. And grab the book on Amazon so that you can go through the exercises and take action yourself. Name of the book is Your Inner GPS. Go on to Amazon. We'll have the link as well in the show notes so that you can take action. Zen, thank you so much for coming on our show, talking to us about the power of our internal guidance system and taking us one step closer to a human revolution. Oh, you're welcome, AJ. This was so much fun. Thank you. You were listening to My 7 Chakras. Go to mysevenchakras.com. Download your free gift, get inspired, and take action. Transform your life today. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.